Speaking of the uh, terms under which somebody might be able to find housing, what would you think of something that has kind of been inspired by a dating app, but the idea is that you could find somebody who you want to co-own a home with? Realtor Leslie Gaynor created a uh, basically a Tinder for property co-ownership and joins us. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning. Okay, so do we, uh, you know, swipe right and swipe left, uh, swipe left, and looking for the person we'd like to share a home with? Well, it doesn't work quite like that. But you know, in theory, you kind of go, you build a profile, you try and find other people of similar profiles, and then you go on a little bit of a date and you see what the the chemistry is like. Okay, and and it's not a rare thing. I mean, I remember a feature in Toronto Life quite recently, the magazine, where they yeah. painted some very, very complicated relationships that people are in, in terms of home ownership, where like they'll split a home, but it's still one home, or they'll actually put up barriers and create a duplex. But tell me about some yeah. of these, these, uh, these formulas. I mean, Sure. I mean, I think the issue really comes down to people being able to get into the market. So the Tinder for real estate or the the dating app is really just a marketing tool. It does bring people together for sure, but it helps people understand that we can get creative when it comes to home ownership. You know, we have grown up in an era, or at least I have grown up in an era where it's like you buy your home, you settle down and you fight the good fight, right? And you kind of hold on to it through thick and thin. People can't afford that anymore. And people are looking for other options. And so this provides another creative way to get into the housing market, pooling resources, finding community that you might get support from. As you said earlier, you know, people are finding it hard to age in place. People are finding it hard to stay in the city where their jobs are, their health care is. So it's it is really just a creative way to help people look at home ownership. And we do really uh, encourage people to build or buy places that are individual units. And you just share the common expenses, just like a mini condo. Okay, so what, you know, every dating app has, I guess, what we would call the great sort. So uh, how do people (laughs) self-identify when they're looking for somebody they might want to share a property with? Well, it's basically you want to have somebody who's got some, a very, very similar lifestyle. So you look at, you know, I love dogs. I love children. I want to live in the West End. I want a backyard. I want to be able to park my car. I want to be able to be close to schools. I mean, we ask the questions that we all look for when we're looking to create our home. Where do you want to live? How do you want to live? And those are the kinds of questions that we ask on the app. And the app just kind of helps filter people out. If I hate dogs, I don't want to live with somebody who's going to have dogs, right? I mean, it's just simple as that. I mean, it's interesting because people who get into romantic relationships and then buy property together never check off the boxes often. And then they end up in, you know, can end up in some sort of like different kind of conflict. We ask all the questions, um, sharing backyards. How would that happen? How would it look like? All of that stuff. And I have to imagine, you know, you never want to prepare for this in a marriage, but it's a lot like a marriage. You better have good lawyers and and good paperwork. You've got to have, yes, because as we know, getting into relationship is real easy, fun and exciting. And the getting out is exactly the opposite. So we prepare people thoroughly for the exit strategy, death, dying, divorce, all of it. Like, you've got to make sure that you've had the conversation. You've got to make sure that you've got the agreements in place. You've got to make sure that everyone understands 
their responsibility both to their estate and to their co-owners. Thanks a and lot more for people this. Get into, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, but people who get into relationships don't often look at those complications. Yeah. Right. And here we are saying, like, it's a business. It's a shareholders agreement. You got to have your bylaws. You got to have your rules and you got to have your exits. Thank you very much. Really interesting to oh, talk with so you. You're welcome. Okay. That's All right. Realtor care. Leslie Gaynor. And yeah, that Toronto Life profile was fascinating because there were, for example, parents who agreed to create an apartment for their kids to live in the house. There were exes who had been romantically involved, who decided that they would continue to live in a house, but they split it up. There were strangers who, you know, split up homes. And again, to come back to what Leslie was just saying, you need good paperwork because then there were situations where, yeah, somebody did get old and needed to be in a home. So what happens? How do you divide the property? You know, can you, how do you reasonably expect to be able to sell half of a house to somebody else in order to benefit the estate of a person who is ailing or dead. Um, but it was it was also interesting because in a town like this, there just is not enough housing. And we're full of these single-family homes that could easily be shared.